Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the newest edition of the House of Chayton podcast. I'm, of course, your host, Chayton. We are here with episode 19. And it is going to be probably a shorter episode compared to the last couple of weeks because just I, like the last couple of weeks were just brutal in terms of talking. You know, in terms of getting some ideas, getting some stuff. I do have something I want to talk about for episode 20, which will be next week. It will be the Halloween edition. And I'll get to that in a little bit later and plus some other stuff I'm planning on doing. Not just on here, but as of the brand as a whole. I don't, I don't constantly bring this up on every episode as I used to. But every so often, every few episodes I'll bring it up. If you want to become a supporter of this show, costs as low as a dollar. You will get some perks, like, for instance, being able to request certain uh, stuff for me to cover, some questions, that, and all that other good stuff. So I want to uh, go in, I want to plug that, as well as follow me on TikTok at the House of Chayton and Instagram at the House of Chayton. Now, on Instagram, you have to be approved. It is private, so if you want to follow me, you have to be approved. And other than that, let's get into... Let's get down to brass tacks. As I finish my cigarette here. And we are going to the box office report. Now, luckily, there was not any bros controversies this week, so I will not be talking about bros at length. I will be talk <clears throat> I will be talking about it in a certain way because something massive happened. But before that, we are going to get into the basically one, two, three, four, five, and then we'll get into the other movies that um, some of the other interesting notes. So number one at the box office was Halloween Ends making $40 million, uh, which is the lowest of the three films. But also, let's not forget with Peacock and also the divisiveness of this movie. Let's see how much it's made so far worldwide. I'm very curious. It has made $64 million. I am sure that is either made its money back or it's about to. Now, everybody knows my opinion of Halloween ends. It has not changed after a few more viewings since my review and ranking. Uh, I am actually going to discuss them. I had a discussion with a friend of mine regarding kind of a similar similarity between this and the rise of Skywalker because a lot of people talk about how this movie was not uh they shouldn't have done a third movie they had no plan which kind of like the rise of Skywalker and I will talk about why the the comparison honestly and again you you have your own opinion but why I believe that comparison is bullshit and I'll get to that a little bit later. And mind you, if you have not seen Halloween Ends and if you plan on it, I will be talking about spoilers later on. It's been out for over for over a week now, so I think y'all have um, had enough time to watch it. But I will give a spoil, spoiler warning nonetheless. Now, number two was Smile, making $12 million. It's, it's still piling up money, which is great. I enjoyed Smile. It made... Uh, it's made $141 million worldwide as of this recording, so I'm very happy about that. 
Number three was Lao Lao Crocodile. So Lao Lao was moved from number two to number three. Smile was also moved from number one to number two. Um, but Lao Lao made $7.3 million. It is currently, let me see how much is made international. It's made $28 million worldwide. So I don't know how much this movie made, but uh, that, to me, that's not good. Number four, uh, I think the only one that stayed in, in its place was The Woman King at $3.7 million. Uh, so you saw a drastic drop between La La and The Woman King. Uh, but The Woman King is at uh, number four, and it is, and so far, I'm very interested to see how much this one has made so far worldwide. It made $77 million, so that's actually not too, too bad. So I will give it that. Uh, Amsterdam is number five. It moved from number five to number three and has made 2.7 million. And it has made 11 million. Let's see. Let me see real quick to verify. Uh, it has made 19 million worldwide. So that I'm most certain that is a bomb. Now, number eight, it moved up two spots. It was number, I believe it was number 10 last week. Terrifier 2, not only did it make another million dollars in its second week with only 700 theaters, mind you, and it got a third week release, so we'll see where it goes this week, and we'll see if it also goes in theaters for another week. But this movie went up also 28%. From the, like, there wasn't really a, a drop. Not only that, on, it it beat Bros. That's what I was mentioning about Bros. I wasn't going to, like, I'm not going to talk down on it, but I want to bring this up. Bros has been out for as about, almost as long as Terrifier 2 has. Bros is also, it also made $933,000 this week. And it dropped... 56%. Now also, take in mind with Terrifier 2, it lost 70 theaters last or this past week. Bros lost uh, 1,155 theaters. Now, Bros also, at, my, at the theater I work at, has stopped showing as of this recording. Granted, you're getting ready for certain movies, but you also have movies been there for a little while, and that's still there. Smile's still there. Bros and Smile came out at the same time, and Smile's still there. It dropped, like I said, 56.7%. Now, look at it from this point of view. Terrifier has made, in, in its second week, and, and against Bros, has made more money this week than Bros, domestically, with a fraction of the theaters that Bros had, even even currently, two thousand two hundred twenty-one for Bros, seven hundred for uh, Terrifier Two. So this has been great news for Terrifier. It's been slowly climbing. If it made another three hundred thousand, three hundred and probably forty thousand, it would have beaten Barbarian. I uh, would have made, needed to make another million to beat uh, Don't Worry Don, which is number six. But just look at it from this aspect. Terrifier 2 is in the same is in the same top ten listing and 
And almost, and not that far off from movies like only a million off from movies like Amsterdam with the All Star cast, Woman King. That's all by about a couple of million. Uh, Don't worry, darling. Bros, even. So that is very impressive. The low horror movie that could, and I hope it continues to remain in theaters for the time being. I'll be talking about Terrifier again, Terrifier Two again, in the physical media report. Now let's see how much Terrifier. Two has made. It has made two point five million dollars. It's made sixty nine thousand dollars internationally. I believe they just released in Canada this past week, so that's going to add more fuel to the fire. The question will be next week: is where is it at next week? Especially since we've got Black Adam now. The Thursday night showing for Black Adam, where I work at, which is a very busy area. I'm recording parts of this on on Thursday and Friday, so I'm only going by Thursday's part. I usually record a box office report on the Thursday before the show. And mostly the news and reviews and all that I do Friday. To get everything ready. Just so you guys get a behind the scenes of of what I do on here. But I'm very interested to see what next next week's box office report is going to be. But Black Adam, it had a decent run, but the people at my theater underestimated it or overestimated it. Think it was going to make a good amount of money when or fill up the theaters, and it really didn't. So, but we'll see on on the Friday on the Friday, and I will possibly give you an update if I remember for the Friday part. So I am very happy about this movie. I'm very happy that it's been able to make as much as it had, or as, as has, excuse me. So uh, with all that being said, guys, we are going to get into the next bit of topics here. But until then, I will see you all in a bit. Now, a few things before we get into other topics. I want to make some announcements and some discussions. One, I unfortunately will not be covering Black Adam this weekend for this episode, but I will be uh, seeing it uh, next week, and so I will have a review of that and Pray for the Devil next next episode. Now, as far as next episode, it's going to be the 20th episode, it's going to be also the, uh, what do you call it, the Halloween edition. So, the primary stuff for the show next week is going to primarily be my love of horror. It's going to be basically a re- redo of the episode I did back in the old Cult of Horror podcast days. I'm going to talk about that. I'm going to talk about the movies that I grew up. That is going to be the main bread and butter of that episode. Besides the movie reviews, besides some TV reviews, besides the... Um, I'll talk about some news next week. But I'll also talk about uh, the box office report, physical media report. Same stuff, just a little bit more emphasis on this, on my history of horror and, and has or that has changed over the years and how. And you could also use my, my love of movies as a whole of how, how my tastes have changed. So that's going to be the plan. And again, as I mentioned previously, I will be... Uh, taking a and, I, and I'm not going to remind anybody until probably closer to uh, the beginning of um, probably closer in the middle of November. I'm still also debating on taking a vacation be during Thanksgiving. 
I don't know yet. It just depends on what I, I'm going to. I'll probably make a decision on that as well uh, by next episode. Now, it's only going to be one week. And after I will be back, probably it'll be the birthday edition of the episode of the show. But my birthday will be at the end of the month of November. So we'll be talking probably about my favorite birthday moments or stuff, whatever I, I can I can talk about. And then, of course, at the beginning of the year, I will be talk, giving my thoughts on the AEW show because I am hopefully by next week because tickets go on went on sale this past Friday. I'm hopeful to get my ticket for AEW by Tuesday night and the Wednesday night. And then I'll let you know and all that. But I will be giving my thoughts on AEW uh, Dynamite uh, and Rampage and my experience. This will be my second time going by or on the first episode of the new year. Also, I am I got a seasonal job. I'm working once again at GameStop. Um, now I'm not, it's not going to interfere with the show. It's not going to interfere with anything else, but just be, admi- uh, be advised. I may have some GameStop stories to talk about some more current ones, uh, to discuss as well. Some little bonus stuff that you may not, may not listen hear from, uh, from me that often. And, um, I may, I may do it like, uh, for instance, I may do it every week. I, I don't know. I'm, that's something we, wacky and, and, and cool to happen or something like that. We'll, we'll see. But uh, besides that, that is about it on the news portion of this. And I will be, uh, we'll be getting into topics in just a bit. Now, like I said in this, I'm not going to be talking a lot about a lot of major news this week. Uh, so uh, if I, if it's, to the point where people want me to talk about it, uh, I guess shoot me a message on Instagram, TikTok, or Facebook if you want to. My thoughts about it, I'll talk about it next week. But we finally got to see some new stuff regarding Silent Hill. After all these years, we're getting not just a Silent Hill, uh, a new Silent Hill game. We're getting a remake of Silent Hill 2, which is weird because we're not getting it. But I prefer Silent Hill 2. It is my... One of my favorite horror games of all time. Uh, but we are getting a sound, a new Silent Hill game called Silent Hill F, which takes place in Japan. We're also getting a new movie. Now, Silent Hill, the Silent Hill 2 remake, uh, will be coming to PS5 first, and it'll be coming to Xbox in a year. So that is, that is one thing to look forward to. And uh, it was a Silent Hill transmission that we got. We also got a uh, Silent Hill Townfall. Details are scarce on the project, but if you're familiar with No Code's work, then you can expect some deep psychological horror, according to Stu's creative, John McClennan. We're also getting a movie, a sequel to the a official sequel. I know we got Silent Hill Revelations, but we got Silent Hill... Uh, Return to Silent Hill, which is going to be a direct sequel of Silent Hill, and it comes from the same Riot director, so I am really looking forward to this. It tells the story of the young, of a young man, once I get this ad to close, coming back to a town only to find nightmares. That's all we know. We don't know date or anything. So we got a lot of Silent Hill news. We also got a good amount of Resident Evil news. No, nothing too 
crazy in regards to um, what we know. We did get a gameplay trailer of Silent Hill 4 with basically a recreation of the original map uh, or the original opening scene from the game. We also got uh, some more details on the Resident Evil 8 Gold Edition that's going to be coming out very soon. I believe next week, if I'm not mistaken. And there is a demo for the the uh, third-person mode, which is fucking phenomenal. I did try it out. They also show stuff for Resistance, which I can give two shits about, and the Switch Claw versions, which I can also give two shits about, because that original Claw version was a broken mess. So uh, I'm really looking forward to a lot of this stuff in the horror genre coming up in the next couple of years, especially in the game. Yes, it's a lot of remakes, Resident Evil 4, and I got a PS4 recently. So I am actually currently playing Spider-Man Miles Morales, which I'm very much enjoying, and The Last of Us Part 2, which um, I am not that far in. So I will I'll give my thoughts on some of these games because I, I haven't played them. I am looking forward to God of War Ragnarok coming next month. So I'm definitely going to be picking that up. And uh, yeah, that is going to be it in terms of the news because uh, I have too much stuff to... Um, I had a very busy week and some personal stuff coming up and I wanted to just uh, give you all some of my quick thoughts on a good amount of things. Now I will be talking about some TV stuff and we will get to that in just a moment. Now, we got a lot of TV to talk about this week. I did see the newest episode of Interview with the Vampire, which is getting better and better. I am excited for where this is leading. We did get our glimpse of Claudia, and I thought Bailey Bass, I thought she did a fantastic job in this. This was mainly from Claudia's point of view in this in this episode, which I, I did enjoy. Uh, I loved this episode. I loved, uh, like, the, and they took some things different from how she was turned and how she was made. But uh, nonetheless, I loved this episode. Definitely check out this series if you have not already. Uh, we're about, I believe, four episodes in right now. So, because um, I'm watching ahead with AMC Plus. So, uh, now to American Horror Story NYC. Now, I, I am a defender of American Horror Story. I've liked most of the seasons. I even enjoyed the last season. American Horror Story Season 2 was a complete dud for the most part. So that's one thing. But I did enjoy this this um, first couple episodes. I'm at wait and see right now on it. So I'm not going to go too much into details until I know more. And finally, the least favorite episode this week, which was Chucky. Uh, I did like the uh, buff Chucky. If you've seen the episode, you uh, know what I'm talking about. I did not li like, I know they left a bait and s or a cliffhanger with Glenn and Glenda, but I did not like that we didn't see them or Jennifer Tilly. That's a crime. Um, I am just not liking this whole church thing, to be quite honest with you. I did like, like innocent Chucky and buff Chucky, but that's really it. Besides that, I really could, like, honestly, I could. Like, this episode was a dud. It was the worst episode so far. So, yeah. Well, hopefully the next week's episode will improve on that. But, yeah. So, with that being said, we are going to get into the physical media report. And I will see you all in a bit. All right. We are getting into the physical media report. Uh, we got, uh, for news, we've got Missing in Action. Chuck Norris uh, set. It will be a trilogy Blu-ray coming from Kino Lorber at, on January 17th. I'm looking forward to this. I am going to be picking this up. 
Then we finally got an announced date for that sequel that nobody asked for, and I didn't even know it was going to happen until a couple months ago when I heard this from John Campia. And that is R.I.P.D. 2, Rise of the Damned, coming to Blu-ray on November the 15th from Universal. I don't even know if there's a trailer out for this. But let's see. Let's see what else there is in terms of big news. Okay, we got um, Rain Man Blu-ray 4K will be coming from MVD. That'll be coming on November the 21st. Criterion announces its January releases, which honestly is a very disappointing, to be quite honest with you. So I'm not going to really cover that. Uh, but again, it's um, also, I don't know if the sales will still be going on at the time of this when, when the episode goes live. But there are some good uh, Scream Factory sales going on right now, especially on Amazon. Uh, if they are still going on when I get paid, I may have to take advantage of a couple of them. But let us see. Do, 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 do. All right, so we're getting the uh, original Italian job coming to 4K sometime next year from Paramount. My Best Friend's Wedding is coming from Sony on 4K on December 13th. And then we already know about the Halo Season 4. This is all coming from uh, Blu-ray.com in case any of you want to check this out for yourself. That's where I get all my Blu-ray news besides Disc Father, which is another person I will... Um... So that is it about the um, the Blu-ray news. So let's see what's coming out this week. It'll be on October 25th. So we've got Nope, Jordan Peele's Nope coming to 4K. we got a 4K, Blu-ray, and a Steelbook, which the Steelbook looks pretty nice. I will say that. We also have Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde from Warner Archives coming out on Blu-ray. The Invitation, which I actually just got a poster from my work, that and Moonage Daydream. So I got uh, so that one's coming out on Blu-ray. I might I might buy this because I I, I want to give this another uh, another viewing, maybe give a re-review if my opinions change on it. I don't know if it will, but again. Now, there's going to be a Jordan Peele three-film collection, which comes with as Get Out, Nope, and Us. We also got um, Texans on Massacre Part 2 coming into 4K from Vinegar Syndrome. We also got uh, The Usual Suspects coming to 4K. We got the Colum Columbia Classics Volume 3 4K set. That I'm not really looking forward to. Probably the least interesting one of the bunch. I only have Volume 2, too, so I'm not even going to be... Not even that completionist that, you know, I must have it. We also have Sans Little Helper coming to Blu-ray. Uh, we have, um, let's see, the last, is it the last detail coming to us from 4K from Shout uh, Factory and their Shout Select lineup. We got the Change Lane. I believe that's coming to four, uh, the Blu-ray. Oh, it's a 4K. Change Lane coming to Blu-ray. We have This Is Guar coming to Blu-ray from RLJE. The Children, uh, Children Shouldn't Play With Dead Things coming to 4K and Blu-ray. And let's see, what else is there? We got also a new, a new um, Blu-ray for The Usual Suspects. We also have, which is funny because I actually have this, 
uh, the horror pack limit this year. We have the last Thanksgiving. Uh, I've not watched it yet, but we do. But I have the horror pack version, so that's actually I'm happy that that's kind of getting a Blu-ray release. That is kind of, that is cool. And then that looks like to be it in terms of the big releases. Um, in regards to the 25th of October, not as impressive, like honestly, not as impressive as the last couple of weeks, if I'm being completely honest. That Nope Steelbook does look nice though. Uh, so, it, like, I don't think I'm going to be able to get it because by the time if I want to get it, I'm sure that it's going to, um, it's going to be sold out. Now, I did hear a rumor that the um, Best Buy is supposed to be starting their 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 Black basically Black November. That's what I call it now. It's no longer Black Friday. Their Black November sale coming like next uh, or next week, as soon as next week. We'll find out. We'll find out if that's the case. It's going to hurt my bank, my my uh, my pocketbook. Now. As far as that, we will have a lot of big releases next week. We've got a bunch of catalog 4Ks coming out. We also have one of the biggest movies of the year coming to 4K. And this will be on November the 1st, uh, just FYI. We're going to have a, a lot of catalog holiday 4Ks. We're going to have some horror 4Ks. Uh, let's see. Just to give you... I'm going to start doing this where I'll kind of give you hints on the what, what some of these are. And we'll have some other stuff coming. But we got a lot of holiday 4K. So if you're in the Christmas spirit already, you're going to get your fill 4K-wise in the 1st of November. If you want to know what that is, if uh, besides just going on Blu-ray.com and checking right now, wait till next week and hear my thoughts and what I would pick up and what I recommend to pick up. Now, one thing I'm going to start doing each episode or each, each report, is the movie that I would recommend the most for you to pick up. Now, some weeks may not have that much. Some weeks may have too much. But as far as this week, I would say, I would say either the Vinegar Syndrome Texans on Massacre Part 2. That would be, because that, that one may go, go by quick. So that one will probably be the top. The usual suspects will be well, it would be a close second. That those are my two main ones. And then if you can get that Nope Steel book. But uh, yeah, so that is your fiscal media report for this week. We'll be back with my thoughts on VHS ninety nine. Until then, I'll see you on the bit. The beauty of doing this and the, like recording this ep these episodes in between a couple of days. So, I recently said earlier in this episode that I wasn't going to be able to see Black Adam. Well, a day can happen and a day can change those things. So, I did see Black Adam. And I'm going to give my quick thoughts on the film. I'm also going to talk about VHS 94, or 99, excuse me. In terms of my reactions to both both uh, movies, really, in all honesty, neither one of them I would recommend. VHS ninety four, 
uh, had some better moments. Uh, but it, or 99, excuse me, I keep forgetting, I keep mixing the two. But uh, VHS 99 is a lesser version of 94, my humble opinion. But I still enjoyed it. Black Adam, however. Black Adam. I have not looked forward to this movie for a while. I was not interested because I just don't really care about The Rock anymore in movies because he plays the same fucking character almost every movie, even in this movie. The only difference is he's playing a, um, he can fly and he shoots lightning out of his hands. That's usually, that's the only difference. Now, I thought the writing was atrocious. This reminded me a bit of a 2000s film. Early 2000s superhero film. And not in a good way. Is it as bad as Morbius? No. But Morbius, I will... Both movies are entertaining. Morbius for the so bad as good category. Black Adam for the action. I've been hearing the word go around self-indulgent. That is exactly what this is. Let's not forget this has been a passion project from The Rock for about um, 15 years. And it does feel like a movie from 15 years ago. Not in a good way. Pierce Brosnan was the was the main highlight of this film. Most, I, I did like the Just Society. That's like the biggest highlight of this movie. Uh, the Rock, well, he was The Rock, so you could take it or leave it. Now, I will not go into spoilers, but the post-credits scene. I enjoyed it. I'm not saying it's the greatest end-credits scene. In the world, it's not, it's not great, but it's not bad, but I enjoyed it. And I like where this is leading. Basically, the end credit scene is the only reason why I watch this movie. Or the post credit scene was the only reason why I watch this movie. And that's sad. That's sad coming from a very high tempo movie. And also, again, not a lot of people are coming to see this, at least in my the theater I work at. So... It's hard to recommend this, you know. It's if you're a fan of bad 2000s action or superhero movies, then yeah, the action is good, but again, it does have a lot of repetition in it. So, but nonetheless, uh, it's it's a hard movie to recommend. VHS 94, however, I did have more enjoyment out of it, but again, it is. If I had to rank the movies, it would probably be the original VHS, VHS 94, uh, VHS 2, VHS 99, and a VHS viral. So it's not the worst VHS movie. I am looking forward to VHS uh, 85. There were some segments in it that I did enjoy. There were some that I thought were not good. So, But I had I had more enjoyment out of this movie than I, for the majority of this movie, than I had with Black Adam. I'll just say it like that. So with all that being said, guys, we are at the end of this episode. I know it wasn't a very long episode compared to the last couple weeks, but tone it back a little bit regarding the uh, news and updates. Uh, but uh, thank you all for checking this out. Make sure, again, to follow me on TikTok at the House of Chayden, Instagram at the House of Chayden, and subscribe or subscribe. Follow this uh, podcast, and if you want to become a supporter, it will it costs you as low as a dollar. So with all that, stay groovy, stay scared, everybody. And remember, at the House of Chayton, the house always wins. Take care, everybody.